Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection coming to you live from LA. I'm Dr. Craig Martin here with Christina Martin, my co host. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you for having me back again. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Such a good show. We have so much fun here. The the you know, we were we were getting actually really ready for the show and embedding ourselves in the mythology and the ancestry of this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Put a smile on my face because it's a happy time. Yes. Yes, we have our little Taurus babies, our Aries babies, our Gemini babies coming up. We have this like springtime newness, this, you know, uh, aliveness, this back to um, back to warmth and sunshine and um, movement and all kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff. The moon is waning. We had a nice big full moon. Did you get a chance? It, it was very cloudy. I did not see it. I could not I find it. I did not see it either. And the Scorpio oh. moon. The pink oh. moon of Scorpio in Los Angeles has been cloudy. So for those of you who did see it, I saw pictures from friends that live up in Washington State. And they mm. saw that moon come rising up above the Cascades on the east side of Seattle. It looked pretty intense and incredible. Oh, uh, wow. Now we have a waning moon. The moon's in Sagittarius. The um, the amount of planets that are still in Earth and Taurus are quite a lot. There's still four planets in Taurus, the Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Uranus. Mm-hmm. And the Sun is getting very ready to be conjunct Uranus, which is going to be part of May Day this year. The engagement, right? The engagement of our creativity with the ground, mm-hmm. right? So Aries can have a lot of ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Ideas Mm -hmm. and things that are spinning around creativity, Mm -hmm. prolific, prolific creativity, and the way that ideas pass through our mind and everything. But in order to be able to take some of those ideas and make them happen so that we harvest them, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to plant them, right? Some of those ideas are going to have to be planted in the ground. And that's this part of Taurus, this very, you know, that this is the opposite time of the year for Halloween. Uh It's the the opposite, right? So I know today is only the 29th, but April the 30th, May 1st is opposite October 31st. And so while that time is most about going inward this time mm. is most about coming outward. And, oh. and Right. I love that. That is so cool. I've never thought about it in that perspective, in that, like, you know, complementary way. It's Taurus and Scorpio opposite each other. And, yes, so exciting. Halloween actually falls in what you call mid-autumn, right, mid-autumn. So you're you're halfway between the equinox and the winter solstice. And where we are right now is halfway between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. And that's why the the pagan holidays occur on those days, right? We were talking about how in um, Irish, old Irish, right, Gaelic Mm -hmm. tradition, Mm -hmm. this was called Beltane, 
right? May, May Day was called Beltane, and it was it's the same celebration that they would have throughout Germany and France and mm. mainland, right? The, the mainland of the European continent. And mm-hmm. you find different celebrations at this time of the year cross-culturally because people are recognizing that the frost is over, that we mm. can be planting now. Now is the Mm -hmm. time when you can finally really plant throughout most of the entire country. I saw where one of our friends, somebody that you and I know and love from Alaska, posted Mm. these really beautiful pictures of going to the park today with her daughter. And um, in the background, there's sort of piles of that, you know, very brown, black, really blackish from, you know, road gravel and stuff, melting snow. So, yeah, like you can imagine, like in Alaska, that this is a very special time of the year because the daylight must be becoming very long, right? We're we're really mm. mid-spring. So um, with the long daylight, then the chance of more snow is diminished to, you know, relatively nothing. So right. even that far north, people are really getting ready for summer. And that's where we are today. So the, I guess the theme of the show, is what do you want to plant? Ooh. What do you want to plant? What and do we want to plant? I mean, if we think about it too, the, in terms of what we've all gone through, the the new ideas that have come through this past year towards us, you know, it, it seems as if things are not going to go back to normal. We probably shouldn't expect them to. So what do we want new for ourselves and maybe it's the time to do that. You know, it feels like it's a clearing a little bit. We have a freshness and um, the opportunity. I think that's true. I think we're not going to go back to the way it was, but we are going to no. go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is going to have to be the new normal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things will will return. My son is back in school, and there's rules. And I would imagine as years go by, those rules will fade. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be testing him for the coronavirus every week for the rest of his life, but they're doing that now. They test him mm-hmm. every week. The, wow. the school tests all the kids on Monday morning and then gets the results back by Tuesday morning. And, mm-hmm. you know, so far there's a school full of children and knock on wood, knock nobody on wood. tested positive, right? No teachers, <laughs> yes. no kids. And it's because there's a strict baseline, right? And they take his temperature every day entering into the school. And mm. yeah, so those protocols are the new normal. Now, how long do they go on for? I don't know. How long will you wear a mask into the grocery store? <laughs> well, for me, I think I could honestly say the rest of my life. Why wouldn't I? You know, mm. how many of your friends and family have said like it was pretty nice that we didn't get sick for two winters, like two winters, and especially right. this last winter, like who got a cold, who got the flu, right? You can't, you can't, you can't get a cough because everyone thinks that you're like, you know going to be the grim reaper. So we went through all this time. That's a great new normal. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The like health and maintenance of, um, well, the health of our, of our bodies, of the collective body. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Protecting ourselves and um, being a little more aware of what what I call sacred space, right? Sacred space. Hmm. We don't we don't necessarily have to go into parties with. 60 or 70 people that we don't know and be crammed into an environment like sardines. We don't have right. to do those things, right? Things can be a little bit more intimate. And then you know the people a little bit better. So who you're hanging out with, you know, and, and, uh, but uh, my original question was, what is it that we want to plant? And I think if you're saying like, you know, the seeds of health of awareness, Right? Yes. Con- you know, those are good. Those are good things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was I was just thinking, yeah, right. What um what in our physical world, in the world that uh has been in front of us, right, has changed and um for the better. And how do we continue that? It's a good time to plant that seed. I well, I know I started a oh, I started a garden and I just planted some more seeds. This is my second crop. I've never done that before. So I remember. I remember we <laughs> talked about it on the show that you, right. you you were like, I think I'm going to plant a garden. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I love <laughs> right. that. I love it. It's so sweet. Right. I plant tomatoes and things like that in pots in the side yard. We don't have as much land as you do. <laughs> Uh, eight by ten foot back patio, but yes, <laughs> I've got some um, yeah, some corn and some sunflowers growing. That's what I decided. Nice, to nice yellow. Yes, that's yes, good. Happiness. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those things represent health and healing and prosperity and abundance. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we could plant the seeds of those things too. And I definitely would want to include the seeds of truth and awareness and Ooh. honesty, particularly in our political climate. Ooh, it would be yes. so nice if we could plant the seeds of truth and if some some real truth might emerge, some real <sighs> glaring truth might might show up in our political environment and maybe create a shift there. Um, but I think also for people... They want to be able to plant the seeds of their own creativity. So like on an individual level, right, on an individual level, we're, for instance, like we're redoing the website, right? So you and mm-hmm. I are redoing the website for the astrology school. That's mm-hmm. planting a seed, right? That's right. Planting a, that's planting a seed for creating a new public presence. And mm-hmm. then what we will... Um, see as a clearer vision statement of who we are as astrology teachers. Mm-hmm. Everyone right now is going through that type of thing, whether you're trying to uh, date, whether you're trying mm-hmm. to, right? Because it's spring, right? Everyone yes. wants to find out about, you know, online dating scenes since that's the only dating scene there is. <laughs> and, um, but also their careers, their children, What are we working on planting the seeds of right now so that we can grow them over the summer 
and harvest them at the opposite time of the year next year. And Mm -hmm. not everything is so linear. Obviously, sometimes it takes more than six months to launch something and harvest the benefits of it. But we use this time of the year as a metaphor for that, for engaging now with the ground, for engaging, that means, with the earthly plane. Hmm. I love that. Yes, exactly. Engagement with the earth. How nice. I mean, did you, I don't know if you heard, but um, I know at least for Los Angeles, we, we, or no, not just for Los Angeles. I think it was the CDC um, had come out saying we're allowed to be in parks outside if we're vaccinated without a mask on. We're allowed to be outside Without a mask, so that was in groups, very even. exciting. In groups, in groups, in groups. correct, yeah. right, right. In groups, which means that people could go to like the movie night that they had, that they have at like Hollywood Forever, right? They right. show like big screen, almost like a drive-in theater kind of movie, and they play all yeah. those golden oldies, like they play movies from the past that were like huge hits, and uh-huh. um, families go and sit out on blankets and have picnics, Picnic. and people can go. Yeah. Yeah, those kinds of things are the new normal because those are the things that we're going to be able to engage in. And how about Europe is going to accept travelers from the United States who have been vaccinated? Mm-hmm. So there's another seed that gets planted, mm-hmm. you know, like does someone want to be able to go on that type of vacation again? Because we haven't been able to do that. And what does that mean? I liked what you said in the beginning, though, and I definitely want to address this right now, about the seed consciousness. When we first started talking, it was sort of the first natural place that you went to. And the first thing that I thought was there was like an awareness about taking care of the planet in a different way, which, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, most people have forgotten about, but I don't want to forget about. Mm -hmm. And while we're talking about like going on vacations and driving our cars and repolluting the environment with all of the Mm -hmm. human activity that we do, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be nice to plant a seed for earth wellness and Mm -hmm. climate awareness? Mm -hmm. And yeah, let's plant one for that. I love that. that. Maybe. Yeah, I just, I feel like I can't, you know, have a conversation with you where that, you really touched on it. You, you, I don't know if you even realized it, but you were saying that there were things last year that we had to have learned. So what we learned, what kind of different seeds does that make us plant compared to what we might have planted in May Day on May Day, um, Beltane of 2019, mm-hmm. right? The different things that we might have planted. And then, of course, May Day of 2020 was a bit of a bust because we were all paralyzed and in shock. There wasn't much mm-hmm. planting, right? No. We were, we, were, we were working off of the reserves. We, that was a, that was a bad were. time. Bad time, right? One year ago was a bad, bad time. Harvest. April, April, May were a bad time because there was a lot of lockdown and there was a lot of fear. People yes. didn't really know, you know, what was happening. So there were a lot of seeds of fear. Now we have more seeds of hope. And I think climate 
was so obvious. Mm-hmm. Universal health care, so mm-hmm. obvious. Right? Correct. Being able to being able to offer health care to all the people. You know, Absolutely. Now all of a sudden we have this vaccine. You just go online, you show up, you make an appointment, you don't pay nothing, you go in, boom, you leave. All free, all taken care of by our tax dollars. And that's a blessing. There's no way for us to get through it. There's no way for us to get through the pandemic without seeing that we all have to provide vaccination for each other. And it's the same thing we don't realize that unless we're all taking care of each other's health, mm-hmm. right, then it could be anybody. It could be your child's school teacher. It could be your therapist. It could be, you know, whoever could just disappear from your life because they weren't able to get health care taken care of for you, right? So, oh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling a little. But. No, I, no, I'm, 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 I'm nodding my head in total agreement. I mean, how many of us know at least one person in our lives that's gone through such a, a you know, a, a massive health scare and and the the costs associated with it, and the fear and all the, you know, um, almost unnecessary or not, yeah, unnecessary. I mean, if we have the ability to, we, which we have shown, we do, right? We nipped it in the bud. We all are getting the vaccine. So it does exist, and that's a great seed to be planted. I think it is, I would assume, even subconsciously in all of our minds. Yeah, well, we have to probably align with the fact that the haves need to get taxed a little bit so that the have-nots can have something. <laughs> they, don't, they don't get much, but, it, but it's nice if they get something. So, Correct. And, and sometimes we have a really hard time because our our driving force in the United States is very capitalistic and right. not to sound too much like a lefty lunatic, but capitalism is not a, um, you know, as a humanitarian method. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Yes. It's not sustainable. Pure capitalism. It's not to discourage capital 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 gains endeavors. and, and yeah. capital endeavors. It's just to say that pure capitalism for greed and for the acquisition of money is not a sustainable thing. The planet is going to barf on us all. Oh, God. <laughs> barf. <laughs> nice imagery. <laughs> yes. Right. Through volcanoes. Through the coronavirus and... to start, you know, yeah. through pandemics. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't want to put a big S on the end of that, but they know it. Mm-hmm. Climate scientists know that, mm-hmm. that I've, I said this to you before, there's this shark that goes down to Florida. It's just a little tiny shark. It's called like a black fin shark. That's from my memory. Forgive me if that's wrong. Anyway, these little sharks, they go to North Carolina and... Virginia, and they hang out there for the whole winter. They like that, that water for some reason. That's where they spend the winter. And then as the waters of the Atlantic Ocean get warmer, the shark then travels down the coast and spends the summer, I guess where it brings its babies, 
to off the coast of Florida, where it spends like the whole summer. And they arrive in Florida around February 1. And the reason that they arrive in Florida on February 1 is because the water temperature gets to like 53.5 degrees. 53.5 degrees. And that's what makes the sharks travel south. Uh Not long hours of daylight. They sense the change in temperature in the water, and then they head south. And in the last 10 years, they've been arriving one day earlier and one day earlier and one day (gasps) earlier over the course of, like, the last couple of decades. And so this shark now gets to Florida in, like, January the 15th, whereas in the 50s, it it used to get to Florida on, like, February the 10th. And... um. Yeah, climate scientists know that the warmer environment, even a half a degree, can produce mm-hmm. the breeding ground for the emergence of new pathogens. Isn't that mm-hmm. lovely? Such <laughs> hopeful, such hopeful conversation. <laughs> we plant the seed of consciousness. Yes, awareness. Right in there, there right in yes. the ground. Awareness and... Um, Mm -hmm. accountability, the seed of accountability, that we Mm -hmm. might own our actions and and see them and realize them and take responsibility for them. I love that, right? Part of of Taurus, for sure, is taking that responsibility, owning it, right? The earthly reality of the situation. Ethics. Ethics, yes. Taurian ethics. ethics, what do you value? Do you value the air we breathe? Do you value the land and the sea? Then why are we polluting it like we are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at, oh, the retrograde um, Saturn because it's sort of coming up, but not for a few more weeks. You know, we have mm-hmm. that air um, coming up in like the third or fourth week of May. But I kind of feel it already. Saturn's really slowing down because it's already in the 13th degree mm-hmm. and it's going to go retrograde in the 13th degree. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's, we're really in a period of a stationary Saturn. And I think I'm pretty sensitive to that. I can, I can always feel that, that, that kind of those shifts where things slow down and you're like, wait a minute, what is this energy? It feels like we're really in it. You hmm. know? And um, yeah, it, the sun will be conjunct Uranus in two days, one day, mm-hmm. and it will be square Saturn in just three days more. So about four days we'll have sun square Saturn. So there's, there is some change, some shifting, some uh, unexpected things that you should expect, right? Expect the unexpected, <laughs> especially in June especially in June when the actual square is going to happen. Um, The Saturn Uranus square. Saturn will retrograde right and square Uranus. But, but the, the, that the orb of that has already begun now that we're in Ah. the 13th degree and they will, they will square each other in the 13th degree. Oh, so a little, yeah, I know a little bit more explanation for the listening audience, because that was pretty advanced astrology and you and I know it, but they yeah. don't. 
yeah. is that um, Uranus is in Taurus and Saturn is in Aquarius and Saturn past Uranus in a square relationship, right? A tense, not easy, difficult relationship. But now Saturn will go retrograde while Taurus is still direct and they're going to pass each other again in that square relationship, that tense, discordant, difficult relationship between Saturn and Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus. And there's going to be instability in um, financial markets and, mm. and, and communities. Communities. And I, yeah, and perhaps too, I, I was thinking maybe a little bit of weather as well, or the earth a little bit, just because of yeah. some of the earth energy involved. Yeah. 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 It might touch upon a couple things. Right. Oh yeah. Or the the institutions, right? The Saturn, the the old guard, the structures that we have in place. I mean, I can feel it a little, right? Because we're opening, but then we're closing, and we're opening things up and closing things up again, and the change is kind of needed in the structure of our society and how we operate. Um, it just may include more, you know, longer term rules for uh, restaurants or movie theaters or whatever I love it is. That. Wait, wait. I love this, what you're saying. Old ideals. Uh-huh. Old ideals, right? Saturn and Aquarius, and it's a new language for that, for me. Mm. Old ideals. What is it that needs to be let go of? Mm. When I was teaching the death card, when I was teaching the death card in the in the tarot class a couple of weeks ago, by the way, which that class is going so well. And if you want to learn the tarot, you can still sign up for it. It's at learn it live. So you would just go to learn and look up my name and it's archived and the recordings are really good. And I did have a couple of new people even join this week. Oh. So that's very exciting. I know I'm so flattered and excited about that. Um, but when I was teaching that card, the death card, and how all things die, right? All things die. Mm-hmm. Like nothing in life is permanent. Mm-hmm. But it's also the card of replacement, right? All Pluto and death um, always offer the promise that there is something new because nothing, you know, no door closes without opening up another door. So part of that card was even old ideas and old Mm. ideas connected to old ideals. So Mm -hmm. old ideas lead to new ones. And um, that's something that you may see suddenly change. You Mm -hmm. may see a sudden shift. There might be a tipping point. Um. I think Hmm. for certain political parties in our country, I kind of see it. I do kind of see it. I think they don't see it yet that Mm -hmm. there's a tipping point against a certain, a certain closed minded head in the sand approach to the crises that we're facing. And those old ideals of dealing with things by pretending that they're not happening is immature and childish and it's not going to take us into the, you know, the remainder of this millennium. We're only in year 21. We're only in year 21. You know, we we have like, that still sounds like about uh, 79 years in, in, in this, (laughs) just this century. 
but we've got a whole millennium that we have to get through. And um, let alone this century, things are not looking good if we don't get rid of some old ideals and replace them with some new ones. Mm. Yeah. Plant a seed for that. There you go. Oh, I like that. I planted a lot of seeds tonight. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, my gosh. We're going to see what grows. Give We're going to see sunshine. what grows. Yep. Hmm. Yes. Very good. I like this. So this is a good conversation. The direction is exciting and, you know, fun and interesting. I mean, we can you. feel it. Yeah. Always good to talk to you. The fact that I get to talk to you for a whole half hour every week, my pleasure, my honor. <laughs> so nice. Same. Same. Where else are we going with this tonight? Now that we're, I think, here at the close. Are you good? Right. Yeah, I think so. I, I like the seeds we've planted. Okay. Well, I'm Dr. Craig Burton here with Christina Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection on Blog Talk Radio. We're here every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific. You can find us at sageofstars.com across all platforms. If you want to learn more about astrology, Check us out at LosAngelesAstrologySchool.com where we offer beginner classes for people who would like to learn how to read their chart and the chart of others. See you next Wednesday. I hope everybody's doing well. Don't forget to plant those seeds, and we'll see you soon. Good night, everyone.